everybody, and welcome to the True Crime Squad. This is Katie Weaver, and I am here with not my sister, co-host and partner in crime, Christy's sick tonight. So I am happy to uh, introduce you to my daughter, Mars, who was willing to uh, join us tonight to talk crime. So welcome. Hi, everyone. Thanks for being here. You're welcome. I appreciate you. <laughs> We're... um. We're hoping that the pigs behave. They are, <coughs> you'll probably hear some pig business tonight. <laughs> We're hoping they go through the other door. Mm -hmm. So the door she's sitting in front of is the one that they normally come through. And we don't know if they're going to like, well, it's locked. So they might uh, bang on it a little bit, but they have an open door to come in and go to bed. We'll hear, we'll find out what they do. We definitely moved their cheese though. So who knows? Yeah. <laughs> They don't like that. But <laughs> anyway, so if you hear some wild antics going on, uh, you'll know. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, maybe you don't, uh, we have two mini pigs. I mean, you could hear the dogs too. That's possible. But uh, we live with two mini pigs that uh, live in the house. And yeah, sometimes they really pull some antics. So we'll find out. Yeah. They were sometimes. actually like really big jerks a few minutes ago when it was time for dinner. <laughs> so. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Note to self, mini pigs might not be the best house animal. Don't rush into anything. That's yeah. Sure. <laughs> this is true. And also, happy summer solstice. We're kind of longest right in that in-between point. Yeah. Longest day of the year, shortest mm -hmm. night. Yeah. So that's exciting as well. So I need, need some more blackout curtains in my room. Right? I'll bet it's getting bright too in light, there. Too early, yeah. Yeah. I know. Somehow I've been managing, like, in the summer, the pigs uh, <coughs> sleep in, which is weird. In the winter, they're up earlier. But anyway, they've been sleeping in, which has been really nice. I know. They are big, Jessica. I mean, they are technically, they are uh, Juliana's spotted pigs. And that's, they are the smallest breed. But no mini pigs are that many. They're all, you know. Kind of big. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Just want to welcome everybody in the chat room and let you guys know that. Uh, so I want to tell you about what's going on after this show because uh, it's our first new event. So our subscription service has been the Cold Read Party. And we've moved away from that now to try something else that we thought would be fun. So we're doing a viewing party instead. So. If you are a part of our membership, you might have already received a notice. If you're not, you can join that just by going over to our YouTube channel right there on the main page. There's a spot that says uh, membership, I think, or subscription. I think it's membership. You just click on that and you can join. It's $5 a month, so it's super cheap. We do this once a month. So we are doing... Uh, a viewing party and it's going to be wild. Uh, I chose the show we're viewing. And so if it's really terrible, uh, you do have me to blame. It's called Killer Sally. It's on Netflix. We're going to watch the first episode, which is called Valentine's Day. Now we can't stream it because that would be illegal. So it's a watch party. So you have to watch it from your own service. And then we're going to We'll keep, we'll open a stream just like we normally do for that show. And then we'll just utilize the chat room. So that's what it's going to be like. But uh, yeah, this is the, 
this is the banner from uh, Netflix. Uh, this is going to be crazy. I can tell you right now. I feel like already I'm thinking we should have done this as a drunkumentary, but uh, we're, we're all doing it as a drunkumentary. <laughs> so there you go. So that'll happen at 8.15 Mountain Time. So if you're a subscriber, that's already open to you. If you're not and you want to be, you can join that service. Yeah. Should be exciting. I feel like afterwards I'm going to be like, that was a terrible decision. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, when I picked it yesterday, I told Christy, this has a lot of trigger warnings. And she's like, doesn't all true crime? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Right now I've got a piggy smelling me. Smelling you? Yeah. I'm not surprised. I'm trying to figure out why I'm not giving her treats. I see. Right? Yeah. That's that's all you're supposed to do in this life. Oh, literally. Give her treats. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, Irene has seen it. Okay. She said it wasn't terrible. Okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Amy watched it too. Okay, good. Is it a tank gun she's straddling? I kind of thought it was cranky. I don't know. <laughs> this is going to be wild. That already. All righty. Well, uh. Yeah, so we we took a drive today to our favorite camping spot because it's been on water. Looks yeah. Like maybe we can camp there. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Crossing our fingers. It's still pretty, uh, yeah, it's still pretty wet, but finally uh, the road is open. It's been closed since we had all that flooding. So, yeah. But normally uh, on that camping trip, like next weekend, we normally float the river and there's it's no too way. high, yeah. Yeah. It'd be but dangerous. I just, there's going to be so many mosquitoes out there from all that standing water. And if there True. is one thing I don't do, it's mosquitoes. I can do spiders. I can do snakes. I can't do mosquitoes. Uh-uh. Yeah. Or June bugs. Yeah. George. <laughs> I don't do June bugs. <laughs> Mars is... <laughs> She's unreasonably afraid of June bugs. They're huge. And to be fair, my siblings used to put them under my pillow because they thought that it was funny. But I was terrified of them. So mm -hmm. obviously, it's not that funny. <laughs> the other day, she came out of the bathroom and there was one on the floor right in front of the bathroom. <laughs> I don't even, I didn't do it. I don't even know how it got there. I kind of think, think one of the dogs Luca. did it. But yeah. It was definitely Luca. <laughs> He's just carrying on the tradition, apparently. Yeah. Yep. Well, and you are just one of those people that attract mosquitoes. I don't know what it is. There was that one summer. Ooh, mm, I didn't they sleep. They were everywhere. They were in our house really bad. Yeah. And now dad thinks I'm stupid when I say don't open the window <laughs> out in the front garden. I'm like, dad, there are mosquitoes out there and they're coming in the house and biting me. Stop opening it. And he opens it every single day. I tell him every single day, stop doing that. And he still does it. Mm -hmm. Well, here's some good news. Amy it's, said it's her good. basset hound thought June bugs were the best snack in the world. Oh, perfect. Maybe Nellie will save you. I'm getting a puppy, everyone. They've She's seen a five picture. weeks old. Yep. Right now. <laughs> I haven't got her yet. Yep. Little Nellie. Hopefully we get her here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. But hey, maybe by next year she'll be trained to uh, eat the June bugs and save your life. I don't want her to 
get her snout all puffed up from them, though. Well, not from June bugs, like from a bee, but. <laughs> uh, so, there's a couple of other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, we are supposed, Yellowstone is supposed to get snow this week. We had a frost warning last night and another frost warning tonight, I think. It was 38 when I got up this morning about 8 o'clock. 38 degrees. End of June. We're headed up into the mountains for a family reunion on Sunday or Saturday, and I'm expecting it to be really chilly. Isn't that wild? Anyway, it's okay. I don't have a garden yeah. this year, so it's whatever. <laughs> but a little worried about my sunflowers. That's true. They're close enough I, to the house, though. They shouldn't freeze. I have sunflowers growing in our front garden. And if they freeze and die, I will cry. We'll go buy some. Oh, I just dropped Mars. I think she uh, probably touched something on accident. I'm going to assume she'll be right back. <laughs> hey, Sarah. Oh, France said, yeah, 39 yesterday morning in Boise. Isn't that crazy? There she is. I don't know what just happened. Oh, it's okay. I'm here. Oh, Caitlin says it's 104 where she's at right now. Oh, dear God. Yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, should we get into it? There's so yes. much. So much. So if you saw our episode yesterday, uh, it was all Idaho crime because just like two weeks ago when we covered a bunch of Utah stuff, when we said Utah is not okay, my God, Idaho is not okay. Wow. Yeah. If it's not bad enough that we're dealing with one quadruple murder. Now we're dealing with two. And we covered it yesterday, but there's a little bit more to talk about. Uh, in that case and we'll get there but I just wanted to update Lori Vallow really quick we already did an episode about this uh, but I'll, I want to just reiterate on that so we went to court last Thursday there was a hearing because they had uh, the defense had filed a motion for a new trial and uh, what comes as zero surprise to anyone that was uh, denied by the judge Basically, their ideas about why they deserved a new trial were super duper weak, kind of like the entire defense of the trial itself. I'm sure they knew they were weak, but, you know, they're doing their due diligence. I, I don't hold anything against her attorneys. They're trying. They're doing their best, but uh, I think, but <laughs> they don't have a lot to work with, as we know. But anyway, that was denied. So the next thing we should see in Vallo, unless something else is filed, I checked again today and there's nothing new. Uh, will be the sentencing on the 31st of July. <coughs> so we think that's the next thing coming. So that's big doings, but that's not for another Wait, little what more day than a month. Uh, the 31st of July. Sentencing? Oh, okay. Is that yeah. a Friday? Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's kind of interesting that it's on a Friday. Uh-huh. Uh, Amber. <laughs> Amber said, why didn't you let us know that Vince Kayakamanu is such a daddy cop? He could arrest me any day. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest. The Kayakamanus are all beautiful people. They are. They have a big family and they are all drop dead gorgeous. Uh, Helena, you guys saw Helena Kayakamanu on the stand in uh, Lori's trial. Well, you didn't see her, I guess. Of course you didn't. I did because I was in the viewing room. Well, never mind. That makes no sense at all. <laughs> anyway, she's gorgeous too. They are all beautiful. The Kaikamanus are just beautiful. So yeah, 
I was noticing all of Vince's tattoos. Yeah, I'm with you, Amber. That's all we talked about on the way home. You'll just have to come back to St. Anthony and commit a crime and just hope for the best. Let's not encourage anything like that. Because then... Idaho's already going through enough. It's true, but um, they don't have a jail for women in St. Anthony. You would have to come to Madison to the same jail that who's in? Lori Vallow, that's who. <laughs> All right, Amber, make a plan. Let's talk about it. <laughs> okay, maybe don't. Uh, Deanna said, I was telling my husband about all the Idaho cases, and he just said, what's wrong with Idaho? Are they okay over there? Lord, no, we're not. We are not. So let's talk about that first, actually. So we do have, we've seen the affidavit now. Uh, we've seen all of the, the, everything that's been filed now against Major John uh, Kaler. And a lot of things. Um there are people trying to turn this guy into like the next Kyle Rittenhouse. That this is somehow this these murders were justified. It's really gross. There's a fundraiser uh, that his brother put up for his sister-in-law. I have to read it to you. My name is Buddy Kaler. I'm trying to raise money for my sister-in-law and three small children for rent, groceries, and the necessities to live after a tragic event. After enduring continuous, unthinkable sexual harassment by a neighbor, the current situation has left my brother in jail and three kids and a mom without a provider. Thank you for your donations. Anything helps. Uh, buddy, your brother murdered four people. Why don't you tell the whole story there? Now, listen. I get it, okay? He was their breadwinner. And she's left now to figure out how the hell she's going to take care of her kids. Because he's never, ever going to get out of jail. Ever. But that is sick to me. I understand yeah. that she needs help. I get it. And if that GoFundMe had gone up in a different light and maybe by a different person, it would make more sense to me. But that does not. But it has received yeah. $3,200 already. Now, it's not necessarily for his defense. You're not supposed to be able to do that. Um and it, by God, shouldn't be for his defense. And he's already applied for a public defender. So he's not going to need that. And I get that his wife needs support. But my God, a tragic event. Major yeah. John lost his shit and murdered four people. And we know a little bit more about that now. Apparently, he came home from work, went into the backyard, and confronted the mother that lived there. And shot and killed her in the backyard, and then shot and killed her father also in the backyard. So this wasn't a married couple. It was grandpa, mom, and her two boys that were living together. Mm -hmm. So the uh, so he killed both of them in the backyard, then forced his way into the house and killed the 16-year-old and 18-year-old boys. This is who people are trying to put on a pedestal. Like he's some kind of vigilante hero. Yeah. There's so much wrong with it that I, I can't even begin. I mean, the first of which is that there were no charges against the, the kid, against Devin Smith. I'm not saying Devin's innocent. A lot of people up there are saying that he was quite the pig and a lot of bad things had happened with him. I get that. I get that. Yeah, But that doesn't mean you get to take a gun and go shoot the whole no. family, or Devin for that matter. You don't get to play God. Yeah. 
or judge, jury, executioner? No. Let the police take their course. There's no need to get involved like that. That is horrifying. Well, I'm not justifying what Devin did, if what they're saying is true. Because, again, it is allegedly because there were no charges even filed. The other thing that really bothers me is that they keep claiming that the police refused to do anything. But um, the police had been to the prosecutor and were prepared to levy charges. They just hadn't gotten there yet. It wasn't that they were doing nothing. It's that this guy snapped and did something absolutely <coughs> horrific. He is a murderer. He is a mass shooter now because more than three constitutes a mass shooting. And he has now ruined the lives of his children as well as that entire family because he didn't have the maturity and the control to not go do something like that. Yeah. Awful. Sarah said, I had a case today where a father beat the daylights out of his 11-year-old because he caught him molesting another sibling. Horrendous. Oh, wow, Sarah. That's terrible. See, no. Devin was probably also abused at some point. He probably was. I had the same thought, Sarah. This kid, because apparently in high school, he was seriously overly sexualized as well. So what went on in Devin's life? Yeah. Well, we'll never know because he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the new stuff that we know in that case. We also know what the charges are now. Let's see. Let me pull them up. So there's four counts. There's four or three, sorry, there's five counts. There's five uh, first-degree murder counts. And five? There's, there's four, four. There's five counts. There's oh, four, okay. uh, yeah, four first-degree murder counts and one burglary. Oh, burglary, burglary just, yeah, burglary just. Because he broke he, in. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. he bro 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 broke into their home. I can only imagine how terrifying it was for their, his little girl's to hear those gunshots, to hear that going on. Can you imagine the survivor's guilt his children will have growing up? It's horrifying. This is why sometimes children do not tell their fathers or other family members about something that they have endured because they're terrified that they'll go do something like this. Yeah. Hey, Colleen. Colleen says she was busy down the submarine rabbit hole. Somebody else mentioned that too. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Kaylin did. The missing submarine that, sounds like the stuff of that nightmares. That story gives me the heebie-jeebies. Oh my that gosh. Is, that's literally nightmares. And I don't think there's any way for them to save them, even if they find the submarine. I, it's hard to imagine. Thanks, Anita. Anita says you're adorable. <laughs> and happy summer solstice to you too okay Colleen you were down the submarine rabbit hole is there anything new I was looking at it a few hours ago but that was the last update I got yeah I haven't seen anything since who was on the sub uh, I can't think of his name they had released a few names like a British billionaire the That's guy right. that owns the company that took it down ocean something mm -hmm. and then there's a dad and a son oh yeah. I don't remember where they're from. It, oh, Stockton Rush. That's right, Emily. Yep. Yep, yep. 
Amber said, I think the CEO was having money troubles and it was a suicide mission for him. Whew. It's a hell of a way to go. Uh, it's yeah. interesting to hear. Uh, people that used to work for that company saying that this was a Mickey Mouse ordeal all along and that the this was not seaworthy. It was not worthy of going down that far. But the viewing window was only rated for like 1,500 or 15, yeah, 1,500 meters and they were going down 4,000 meters or something like that. Yeah. Oh, they're from England. They're Pakistani, but they're from England. Okay. The father and the teenage son. Okay, thank you. Yeah, they think that they have oxygen until 5 a.m. And they were, yeah, they were hearing the banging, but I don't think they're hearing it anymore, right? I have no idea. Yes, they were controlling it with the Logitech game controller. I mean, yeah. first of all, $250,000 a ride for that? Yeah. But they did go to see the Titanic. That was... The plan, and some people think they're stuck inside of the Titanic and can't get out. Yeah. Oh, the sun was only 19. Wow. Right? Right? Well, not only that, uh, the, the quarters were so small in there that only one person could extend their legs at a time. They're really, really, you know, bottled up in there. Oh, yeah, they've sent all kinds of extra air and sea aid. Yeah. There's there's a ton of help searching for them. Yeah. Uh, but, again, needle in a haystack or even worse. And, like, once they do find them, how are they supposed to get them out? Yeah, good question. Yeah. The surface search area is roughly two times the size of Connecticut and 2.5 miles deep. My God. Yeah, the game controller should have definitely been their first red flag, for sure. Did you see the interview with the uh, reporter that did a story on it last year who also had a scary experience with it? Yeah. Yeah, they're bolted in. Yeah, they're bolted in and it has to be, the bolts have to be removed from the outside. Everything about this is a horrible idea. Yeah. Terrible. Well, um, frankly, at this point, I really hope for their sakes that they had a catastrophic uh, failure early on and that they all died quickly because I can't even imagine how horrifying this whole thing could be. Well, also, yeah. they're sitting, like, on the floor. Like, one person has enough room to, like, put out their legs. It's so yeah. tiny. Yeah. That's insane. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just, like, being able to go to the bathroom or, you know, take care of yourself at all. There's just, they, they've got nothing. Yep. Me too. I'd rather be here doing true crime as well. <laughs> Awful. Awful. Yeah. Oh, me too, Michelle. Can you imagine? I can't even. I, I wouldn't have done it in the first place because there's no way I could go in in a submarine. I think I would lose my mind. Uh, but, yeah. Yep. Uh, Deanna said, the psychological torture of knowing that you're going to run out of air, right? Right? Can you imagine? And yeah. these are all people that don't know each other, or some that do, but mostly don't. So you basically have strangers crammed in this all together. Whew. Well, I have a 46-year-old bladder, Amber. It's all I'm thinking about. 
you know, you know. <laughs> All righty. Well, let's move on. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Coburger. So uh, some new information released in Coburger, uh, and the most interesting one, of course, is that they have, uh, prosecutors are now verifying that the DNA that was found on the knife sheath has been positively identified to Brian Koberger. I think they knew that all along, but that's not information that's been released. It's just been assumed. So the sheath was left at the crime scene kind of under uh, Maddie, under her body. And if you'll recall, there was some DNA under the snap. And you think about operating a snap that maybe you like stuck your thumbnail under there to pop it open and left some of your DNA in there. So it's yet again uh, more definitive of the evidence that they have against Brian Koberger. I'm kind of surprised that this evidence all got unsealed and is coming out. You know, because they went grand jury kind of as a surprise move, there was no preliminary. So we figured that the arrest uh, affidavit would be the best information we really had. But Really, and I think a pretty surprise move. They did uh, release a bunch more info to this week, and that was one of those pieces. So uh, I think that's fairly interesting. Not that I think it's a surprise at all, but he did think he was so smart, didn't he? And if you refer back to the Papa Roger thing, Papa Rogers all the while was saying, uh, you know, in that chat room on Facebook, he was insisting that a knife sheath got left at the crime scene. And all these other people were like, why do you keep saying that? You have no proof of that. The police have not said that. Well, I think we know. But that's what's going on with that. Misty said, I'm curious if you'll be covering the teen who was convicted of throwing lie at her dad. You know, Misty, I read about that uh, recently. We probably will. I, I think we'll try and get to it. Yeah. What's lie? Lye is a chemical that's used to make soap, and it's really, really caustic. Like, if you make soap, you are supposed to not have bare feet, and then you're supposed to really thoroughly sweep the, like, if you did it in your kitchen, the floor, just mm -hmm. in case. Because even a grain of lye, if it gets up into your foot, will burn a hole in you. Probably not oh, a large wow. one, but yeah, lye is really, really caustic. And I know that this girl uh, threw lie at her dad. And then didn't it kill him, Misty? My understanding is she threw it in his face. But well, yeah, really, really dangerous stuff. I used to have some in the cupboard because I'd made uh, soap a few times. And I was scared to death to use it because I was so afraid that I would get any on the floor that could get in my feet or you guys's or the pigs or the dogs or hurt somebody. Yeah, it's scary stuff. I mean, wow. it's used for a lot more than soap making. It's used in some plumbing applications and stuff, too. But, yeah. yeah. Right, Irene, let me wear gloves at my parents' house, but not while I'm committing a quadruple murder. Yeah. Yes, he did die from the lie injuries. Yeah. Have they been able to tie the Papa Rogers uh, case back to him? Uh, yeah. I... I my understanding is yes, but I feel like maybe I'm just making an assumption there. I might just be still be making an assumption there, Jessica, because I'm convinced. <laughs> but maybe I had thought they had, but maybe I'm wrong about that. 
Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So we'll take another look at the lie case. Yeah, that one is something. Okay, I wanted to talk. Do you guys remember Tiger King? Think back to COVID when we were all trapped in our homes with <laughs> practically nothing to do. We all watched Tiger King, didn't we? Yep. And um, that entire uh, crazy shit show. Well, just recently, there was a conviction. Remember Doc? Doc was actually one of the members of Tiger King that I found a little bit less reprehensible than some of the others. But guess what? Doc was just convicted of buying endangered lion cubs. So he was convicted on... Yeah. Like, lion cubs, why? These people and their dealings in big cats. I just don't get it. I... So... No idea. Yeah. He bought the cubs from a now-closed roadside zoo uh, in Frederick County, South Carolina. What the uh, heck is a roadside zoo? Is that like Bear World? Maybe, or is it kind of like a fly-by-night pop-up kind of zoo? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really sure. Huh. Yeah. But the... But they sold him to uh, two cubs that uh, they weren't allowed to be selling. So, at any rate, so because he had his own zoo, he had a Myrtle Beach safari in South Carolina. So apparently, it ties into Virginia's animal cruelty laws. Oh, he bought them out of Virginia. Okay, got it. Anyway. And now there's also been misdemeanor animal cruelty charges filed against his children as well in uh, in correlation with that. So anyway, apparently the beat marches on with these all of these Tiger King people. Yeah. They just ah. can't stay out of the media. <laughs> they can't stay out of trouble. They can't quit doing shit. Oh, I get it. Okay. Cat said the roadside... Oh, a roadside zoo is in... Old-time rinky-dink tourist trap. Got it. Oh, Misty said... Oh, yeah, like the two-headed calf. Yeah, got it. No habitats, just cages. Oh, God. That's, they were a lawless group. Yeah, without a doubt. Okay, Misty said... My internet's being goofy. He died five months after the incident. This is the lie incident. <coughs> There are some weird angles to this, and I think there's so much more to the story and what the jury was able to hear. After watching testimony, I think the brother was sketchy, and I don't feel Megan intended to kill her dad. I'll take another look at it, Misty. I know I read through this the other day, but I think I didn't really give it a lot of attention. <laughs> right, Ligertown, Paula? So in uh, here in Idaho, because we are not okay, <laughs> clear back in, I'm going to say the late 80s ish uh there was a group and there's this tiny town called lava hot springs a great little touristy town as you can imagine they have um a lot of hot springs uh -huh. <laughs> we love to go there every once in a while and soak and eat and shop in the little shops and it's a cool town but apparently there had been a family there that had started their own little 
animal zoo. I don't think people like went through there as a zoo though. I think they were just raising up all these big cats. They were breeding lions and tigers to get the, you know, the famed liger. And apparently they uh, really didn't have the facilities to hold all of these animals, nor could they feed them. I mean, the demands of feeding a full-size cat are extensive. And these guys were like gathering up roadkill and accepting donations. And like if a cow died on your farm, they'd come out and get it and, you know, to feed them. And at some point, they uh, got loose. So this little town now has all these big cats prowling around. And the sheriff's office running around with rifles trying to eliminate all of them. And it Sorry, was like, I don't know why I keep on going out of there. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, yeah, it was awful. And it was sad because they killed them all. Uh, it was awful. Yeah. Oh. But it was called Liger Town. Yeah, it was oh. Deanna said, I only know about Liger Town from the cartoon series of Napoleon Dynamite. Mm -hmm. It was only like his favorite animal, right? <laughs> That's right. Anyway, so I thought that was kind of interesting about Doc Antle. So, all right, let's talk about, oh God. Well, let's talk about Chad Doerman. We haven't covered this case yet, but I want to get current on it because this is going to keep going on for a while. Chad Doerman is the guy who shot and killed all three of his little boys last week. Like execution style in their yard. The uh, One of the little boys got loose and ran, on, ran into a field and he went and caught him and drug him back and killed him anyway. There was a stepdaughter who got away, who was running down the road, uh, trying to stop cars screaming that he was killing people. Mom tried to block him from shooting the boys, and he shot her hand, though so she's going to be okay. He sat on the steps. The police got there. He was sitting there with his rifle sitting next to him, and they arrested him without any incident. In fact, he said he didn't want to hurt anybody, except for his kids, apparently. The stepdaughter says that, allegedly, that uh, her mom had told him that if he didn't get his drinking under control, she was going to leave him. Some of the neighbors say that he was a very angry person who was out in the yard screaming at the boys and at the mom every day. Now, his family is just beyond shocked. They say that everything appeared to be fine in the home. He appeared to be fine. They claim that he really didn't have any mental health issues or there was, you know, there, there was no reason for this to happen. Uh, but again, seems like maybe there was some stuff leading up to this that maybe his family just didn't really know anything about. They'd actually been to visit them the week before this happened. So this happened in Ohio. The boys were three, four, and seven. The boys were in baseball uh, and t-ball and the baseball coaches are saying, what great kids they were, how cute and fun they were, and that they were so encouraging to each other. And that uh, it's just, it's such a horrible shock to their whole community. It's just unthinkable. It's terrible. Oh, can you imagine? What the, f yeah. What was he thinking? Like, no, there is no way that that guy didn't have some type of mental health crisis going on because no one in their right mind would do that to their children ever. 
or even think about doing that to their children. Right. And he told the police he'd been planning it for months. Like. Yeah. Yeah. It's just awful. There's no, of course, they haven't really talked about motive and maybe we'll never know. And, it, and the motive would never make sense to us anyway. But it is absolutely unthinkable. And so now their poor mama has to uh, bury all three of her little boys. Yep. Yeah, Jessica, is it the whole, if I can't have them, no one can? Kind of feels like that. Yeah. And there's no way that um, that mom will ever be able to go on living a normal life. Oh, gosh. Can you even fathom? Yeah. No. Well, and the poor stepdaughter, too, that was... That, yeah. Was a, a witness probably to the beginning of it and then was running down the road yeah. trying to save her own life and plead for help. God, the trauma of that she'll never recover from. No. Now she's also lost three siblings and her mom will, you're right, never, ever be the never same. Never be the same. No. No, never, ever. Now, I did see a GoFundMe for that mom. That one I absolutely agree with, that she needs a yes. lot of help. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what I read too, Fran, that the neighbor said he was always angry and screaming and hollering at the wife and kids. Yeah, that he was nicer to his dog than he was to his family. Yeah. Um, they'd been at the ball fields the day before, and the coach said he was getting the kids strapped into their car seats and just acting completely normal. But. Well. I mean, it does make you wonder if this was an attempt at being a family annihilator. But the stepdaughter got away. He didn't manage to fully uh, kill the wife. And then clearly chickened out before he killed himself. Yeah, I'm very surprised he didn't kill himself. Hey, Mom, I give me too. one second. I got to go get a charger. My phone is, the battery is draining like crazy. Oh, all right. You go do that and I'll just keep on going. Okay. Okay. Right. That's right, Racky. He did. Back in like 2011, he had charges for choking his father. And then his father uh, didn't show up to court uh, as a witness. And so the charges were dropped. That's right. The father and the defense uh, were absolutely uh, adamant that the bail shouldn't be any higher than $75,000. $75,000 for a guy who lines up his little children in the front yard and executes them. Yeah, okay, Jan. Uh, <laughs> the bail was set at $20 million, as it should be. Yeah. Yeah, Colleen, that, that's my daughter Mars. I know. Isn't she gorgeous? My God. This is what I deal with every day. <laughs> Agreed. How could they not know that he was violent? Agreed. I'm with you, Racky, all the way, for sure. Yeah, I'm planning the execution for months. So... That will be interesting. I feel like that's a trial that's going to be interesting. Oh, look who joined the party. <laughs> this is Luca. Luca's one of our little Chihuahua babies that we got last year. And he loves Mars like nobody's business. Yes, Mars is my softball player. Yeah. Yep. I forgot so to turn my mic back on. Oh, wherever she is, Luca is for sure. Yeah. It doesn't matter. If Scott and I, one of us, are cuddling Luca, all she has to do is call his name and he's gone. Yeah. He's going to be really jealous when you bring your baby home. Yeah. 
Actually, I think my dog, guys. Her, your baby. Not dog. having a baby. Yeah. <laughs> He's gotten so big, Amy. It's so weird. He is more than twice the size of his brother. I mean, Bruno couldn't be more than five pounds. He's tiny. And then we have this gigantic Luca. <laughs> I know. We don't know if somebody's the yeah. mailman's kid or what the deal is. But, but even though yeah. he's a bigger boy, he's a big baby at heart. Oh, my gosh. He's a very he's, big baby. He's a big chicken. It's really easy to hurt his feelings. Yeah. He has this kind of fake injury. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, he does. He does this. Uh, he did hurt his leg uh, initially, but it's been several months ago. And there doesn't seem to be anything wrong with his leg now. But every once in a while, he'll just start limping and looking at you. And you just go rub his leg for a minute, and then he's completely fine. But he puts on a show. He does put on a show. Mm -hmm. But see this hug? But This is his hug. He hugs all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Colleen, Colleen said her daughter made it to the state high school tourney this year. Such a big deal. That's amazing. That is super exciting. There's been a lot of softball talk around here, as you can imagine. <laughs> Pretty much what my life revolves around, so. Well, in the summer, you are uh, kind of... Uh, only half willingly uh, working as an umpire. Not even half willingly. <laughs> like a quarter willingly. Yeah. If anybody has any job ideas for me, let me know because. I mean, unfortunately, you're only home for five more weeks. Yeah. I'm too much of a people pleaser and I don't like being an umpire, so. You're really doing a good job, though, to be fair. You are. But I know. I know. Some grandma at a tournament that we worked over the weekend. Telling Marsh she needs to read the rule book. <laughs> Marsh is like, I'm heading into my junior year of college softball. I'm pretty sure I know the rules. And she's like, I yeah. don't think so. I think you need to read a rule book. Okay, grandma. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yep. Drives me nuts. Oh, Amy said her boxer did the same thing. She learned as a puppy she got attention if she was hurt. It lasted forever. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Reffing is hard. Umping is hard. It's really, especially in softball, because so much of it, it really is your judgment. Yeah. Pretty much it's everything hard. is a judgment call. Mm-hmm. And someone's always going to disagree with your judgment because they want to win. Yeah. I think you just have to stay in that energy with it, that they just want to win. That's At the end of the day, that's yeah. all it's about. Yeah. Still not my favorite job ever. Yeah. It plays good, though. Yeah. You have to admit that. It does pay really good. Yeah. So, I mean, think of how much rent you're going to be able to pay just right off the, out of the jump, just from unpaying yeah. Hopefully it'll make it feel somewhat more worth it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Some places are making parents be umpires if they complain, right? Well, there was a little school at our tournament this weekend that was telling me that they just absolutely cannot get baseball umpires. Cannot. And so this spring, they had to use parents as umps and that it caused some horrible fights because uh, parents, and we're talking about 9U. Nine-year-olds. It caused some horrible fights with parents accusing each other of cheating and stuff like that. 
It is bananas. You, you know, no uh, scholarships are going to be turned over at the nine year rec league games, right? Where... Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry, but your 12 year old doesn't have a college coach looking at her right now. So shush. You can just calm down. Yeah. yeah. And also, there's a 50 50 chance uh, you're going to lose this game. Maybe not. That stat's yeah. probably not fair depending on how good the team is. But still, you know, even the best teams lose sometimes to teams that you wouldn't expect. Like, yeah, games are won and lost. Like, that's just the way that's because it's yeah. a game. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. anyway, what's our next Bananas. case? Yeah. Anyway, so back really quick to. Uh, Let's get back on the true crime wagon. Yeah. So uh, Chad Doerman, again, we're going to, we'll follow this case uh, into infinitum, obviously, because it'll be one that I would imagine goes clear to trial. It shouldn't. I mean, he should do his family the best favor he could at this point and plead guilty and just fade away yeah. into obscurity. But you know how these deals go. He won't. So mm -hmm. we'll be keeping an eye on it. Yeah. Okay, uh, really for the worst part of the evening, you guys, we've got to go through Adam Montgomery. And this is going to suck. So I'm just going to tell you right now, this is terrible. But it's exactly what we've been asking. Finally, the question about what happened to Harmony Montgomery, we finally know the answer. You guys probably recognize this case if you've been following us for a while. We've been following Harmony's case since she first went missing. Well, since someone knew she went missing. Harmony was in New Hampshire. She was in the foster care system as a baby and kind of went back and forth between dad and mom. And they weren't together. Uh, mom and dad both were addicts. And at some point, dad was given custody of Harmony, which is a absolute travesty in itself. But there was some jurisdictional issues over state lines. Dad ended up in New Hampshire with uh, Harmony, and CPS kind of fell off the radar. This was also during COVID. Remember the year of the missing four-year-olds? Well, Harmony was five, and she fits the bill for this. So she uh, – mom knew she was missing. She had been trying and trying for a year to – see her and Adam was just avoiding her Adam and his wife uh, Kayla wife at the time Kayla were mostly homeless kind of uh, why was Harmony with them we'll ask that question a million times but there was really no keeping an eye on her we also know now that there was an uncle who had also called the police because he saw Adam hit Harmony in the face when she was four so we know all of these things. We know that Adam had charges for hitting Harmony. We know that he just barely uh, went through a trial for, uh, uh, for weapons charges. We also know that Adam was in prison for shooting someone in the face when he was like 18. Like this is not a stable situation. But here's what now we know roughly what happened. And you guys, it is just really fucking bad. But I'm going to tell you about it. They got evicted from their apartment the day before Thanksgiving in 2019. 
and they'd been living in a car that wasn't even theirs. It was a friend's that was letting them live in it. Well, Harmony wasn't telling anybody when she needed to go potty. She kept having accidents in the car. And Adam was, and this is all according to Kayla, to the previous stepmom. Uh, apparently, Adam would get very upset with Harmony every time she'd have a potty accident and was punching her in the face with a closed fist. And Harmony was five. Harmony was also tiny. If you remember, I don't know if I have a picture of her in my notes. Let me see if I do. Harmony, uh, nope, I don't. Uh, but if you guys remember Harmony, Harmony had a really thick glasses. She looked like maybe she had a lazy eye. Uh, she was obviously born with some uh, disabilities from the drugs that mom and dad had been doing. And it was just all, you know, it, it's been really bad. So according to Kayla, um, over and over again, over the course of several days, he was punching Harmony in the head and face with a closed fist every time she had an accident. And at one point he hit her. So she said it happened three times. And then he said, she said, Harmony was, Adam said something along the lines of that he felt or heard something pop when he hit Harmony. He said, I think I really hurt her this time. I think I did something. Then she said that Harmony sat uh, in the back of the car making a moaning type noise for about five minutes until she finally stopped. Nobody checked on her or got her any medical attention. She said at the time they were doing heroin and fentanyl. And she died in the car. And after she died, Adam gathered her up, put her in the trunk in a red Under Armour duffel bag and zipped it up. And then for the next many months, he moved her dead body around from wherever they were. Moving her from different uh, to things. He had her in a tote for a while after the bag started to leak. He, They were actually accepted oh finally. Gosh. Yeah. yeah, it's really bad. He occasionally would put uh, the container he had her in out in the snow to freeze her again to slow down the decomp. They lived with Kayla's mother for a little while and they kept her in a red cooler at that time. After that, they moved into a transition shelter for homeless families and he put her in a trash bag and then put that trash bag inside of a vent shaft in the ceiling of their bedroom. Do you guys remember last year when they raided that apartment and they cut out a whole bunch of the drywall? Remember that? This is what that was about. Uh, he also kept her at one point in the refrigerator. He had been taking multiple steps to uh, condense the body and make it smaller to fit into smaller things over time. Then they moved Jeez, into an apartment. Mm -hmm. In February 2020, they finally moved into an apartment. And again, they... Uh, were keeping her sometimes in the fridge, sometimes out in the snow. At one point, he used 20 pounds of lime to try to dissolve some of her body. 
Like he kept messing around with this body, trying to do something with it. At some point, he finally rented a U-Haul truck to dispose of her. So she re he rented the U-Haul in early March 2020. Nobody knows where her body is, including Kayla, apparently. They have searched many places. They've searched outside of the state. Nobody knows where Harmony is. But we finally know what happened to Harmony. Now... Oh, that's right, Fran. He was working at a restaurant and had taken the, that cooler to the restaurant at work and kept her in the freezer at his work for a while in the walk-in. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. uh, it looks like, Deanna, they kept her body around for about five months. Yeah. That's disgusting. Everyone failed Harmony. Uh, the family members who knew that he was abusive towards her... Uh, CPS failed horrifically in this case. When the police chief finally, the mother could not get anyone to listen to her. She knew that Harmony was missing. She knew that something bad had happened. She knew that they had been living homeless and that they didn't have Harmony. And she couldn't get anyone to take her seriously. They were just treating her like a junkie that didn't matter. So she finally found someone who knew the mayor and got the mayor to listen to her. She wrote the mayor a letter and the mayor took the letter to the police chief and said, what the hell's going on here? We have a missing child. And the police chief had no idea because nobody was listening to her. And that's where the investigation started. That's when we picked up on this case and started reporting on it. It is unfathomable. Yeah, now we know why they took the refrigerator out of that apartment. Yep. <coughs> yep. And why they took some of the plumbing. Remember, they did they got down into the manhole. They did they did some searches of the plumbing. Yeah. So Kayla's not going to walk free because Kayla lied to the grand jury. So she had three counts of perjury. Three counts two or three counts of perjury uh, that she, so no, she's not fully walking. However, I'm so unsatisfied because. How could she not be an accomplice? It, how could she not? She was there. She saw the abuse happen. She didn't help Harmony. They listened to Harmony lay in the backseat of that car and cry and whimper until she died. She watched him haul that body around for months. Kayla, you should go to prison forever. Forever. Yes. And, and agree. What judge gave him custody of Harmony? Good question. Yeah, there was a couple that wanted to adopt her. There's a couple that adopted her brother that tried to adopt her too. And they loved her. And they wanted her. And she could have been with them instead of living in this hell. She did bargain with testimony. Yep, she did. Kayla did. Kayla is in prison for now, and hopefully she's there for a good long time. But uh, it's it's just unbelievable what has happened here. So I'm so unsatisfied, though, that his charge is second-degree murder. Second-degree. So the charges are second-degree murder, tampering with witnesses because he actually did tamper with Kayla and informants, uh, falsifying physical evidence and abuse of a corpse. 
So his trial will begin in late November, and you can be damn sure that we will cover it to pieces. But um, Adam should go to prison forever, forever. Second degree murder is, I think, very unsatisfying, considering everything that he did. He should be on death row. Mm -hmm. But and he should. <laughs> That's kind of the easy way out. Who punches a five-year-old disabled child until they die? Who does that? Well, prison. Will Adam be was to... abusing Kayla too. Yes, Karen, that's true. Uh, there's three, uh, three other little boys too. Kayla had children. They're all in the system, but Kayla had children as well. Yeah. Wow. He and Chad should be cellmates. I kind of think he should be cellmates with like I don't know, like Bass Webb. Jeez. Unfathomable. So, uh, yeah. So I read this affidavit yesterday and I've just been sick about it ever since. And so I'm sorry to bring all of that to you guys, but I know you've also been waiting and wondering. Oh, she had two. Yeah, they had two little boys, Kayla and, uh, and Adam, I believe. They were his kids, weren't they? Yeah, he could have let that couple adopt her. He could have made that choice, but he chose to take her. Yeah. Yeah, where are the abuse and neglect charges? There should be a pile of them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Wow. So, that's what's going on. Now, that's way more than we thought we would get. Uh, for whatever reason, those uh, documents were just unsealed. So, that's how we know that now, finally, what happened to Harmony. But by God, where is Harmony? Her mother deserves to be able to bury her. Also, to all of the people who came at her mother who have been so cruel to her, who accused her of being the one that hurt Harmony and that she was just trying to, uh, you know, set Adam up. All of the things that were said to and about Harmony's mother, those people need to go to hell. Horrible, horrible the way she's been treated. Yeah. From, from the jump, from CPS, from law enforcement, and then from everyone else who pulled this. Uh, the Delphi docs are supposed to come out tomorrow. They said Wednesday or Thursday, so Wednesday is burned, so we think tomorrow. That's another very big surprise. I'm very surprised to see them unsealing and releasing anything in Delphi. So maybe they'll make a big liar out of me because I keep saying that I'm not convinced in this case. So uh, maybe I'll be convinced tomorrow. Not liar. I didn't lie. I just, I've been unconvinced of their evidence, but maybe we'll see. Right. Really too bad they didn't listen to mom when she was first listening, huh? How do you get a True Crime Squad membership? So yeah, just go to YouTube. Let me run over there and look. I always have to look at our page so I can see it. And it depends on if you're on an iPhone or if you're on an Android or if you're just on a computer. It, they all look a little bit different. But just straight like from a computer, there's our banner at the top of the page. And then on the right-hand side, there's a button that says join. And if you click on that, you can join. You want to join uh, the cold read party. We did update that uh, today, but I'm not seeing that it's updated on my notes. But you want to join the cold read party. That's actually what is now the... Uh, The new stuff that we're doing. So that's how you do it. The watch party. The watch party. Thank you. Yeah. 
Oh, that's how you do it. Oh, so that's what we've got. Do I think Richard Allen did it? I've been a little bit iffy on their evidence, JR. I, I haven't been convinced that they did or didn't have the right man. I just feel like their uh, evidence has been kind of sketch. That's been my concern. Uh, and did he do it alone? A lot of people think he didn't. I don't know. I, I'm withholding judgment. I just haven't been convinced. Just from the arrest affidavit, it looked very weak to me. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm crazy. <laughs> What's the name of the show for tonight? So the watch party show is called Killer Sally on Netflix. She's a bodybuilder, if you can't tell. <laughs> just from that picture. She and her husband were both bodybuilders. That's how apparently they got together. So we're just watching the first episode, which is called Valentine's Day. Yeah. She's built. Right? Super built. Uh, so that's what I've got, I think. Let me double check my notes. I'm pretty sure we covered everything. But I hate it when we didn't. And later someone comments and is like, what about this? Dave Elvalo, Koberger, Montgomery, Doerman, Major John Kaler. Yep, we got it all. Okay. All right. Well, Mars, thanks for coming. Yeah, sorry. I had to leave and get a charger. That's okay. You didn't. Some, for some reason, this my battery started at 40%. And when wow. I went and got a charger, it was at 2%. I don't know why it drained it so much. This takes a lot of power to do what we do. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I guess. That's right, Paula. Thank you. The Pocatello poisoner was sentenced today uh, to 180 days. days. Mm -hmm. That's insane. Attempted murder, and she only got 180 days. Yeah. Hopefully in that 180 days, he can take some big steps to secure sole custody. He has emergency custody now. Hopefully in that 180 days, he can take some steps to get full custody of those kids because I just can't imagine they're safe with this person. Yeah. No. You're right, Deanna. It's the video because we've only ever seen that tiniest of clips of the Delphi video, but apparently it was quite a lot longer than what the public saw. And that's, you're probably right. That's probably exactly where it's at. So, yeah. Thank you, Amber. Well, you guys, thank you so much for being here. We'll be back next week uh, with all of our regular stuff. But again, if you are coming to the watch party, we'll be back at 8.15 for that. Or I will be back at 8.15 for that. So, yeah, the murder sheet got that unsealed. The murder sheet has been amazing. The murder sheet is a podcast that has been really specifically on. I think they do other stuff, too. But they've been really, really good on Delphi. I would absolutely pay attention to what they're doing. Yeah. If they don't have more than we know, that's what worries me, uh, Cranky. I'm sure they do. But what they released so far, it just doesn't. He did confess, Colleen. Uh, he confessed, but he's in that prison where he has just lost his shit. The next thing we're going to see is that his lawyer's going to file uh, that he's not competent to stand trial. That's coming. He's acted like he's completely lost his mind. All of it is not good. Not good at all. But anyway okay we're really gonna go because i've got to go pop my popcorn and get ready for the viewing party <laughs> so thanks so much you guys for being here i appreciate you very much and mars thank you yeah well, let's uh plan on christy being back soon uh 
She's just got the consumption, so she'll be okay. <laughs> she got the consumption. She does. Me and you had the consumption, too. Yeah, I have a wicked cough. But I got yeah. tested for COVID, guys. It's not COVID. It's just not a head COVID. cold. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. Well, this has been yet another production of the True Crime Squad. You guys, please take good care of yourselves. You know you're worth it. Have a good night. Good night.